The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. We may try to talk about an insight, one of the later insights that can maybe help some people. And it is that if you reflect on the emotions that steer you in a certain direction, whether it's fear or guilt or shame or anxiety or basically any emotion, when you truly experience them and you find the solution in yourself. And what I mean with that is, let's say you're afraid of your safety, right? You go like, what's going to happen with me or whatever. If you truly find it that nothing can happen, that your life is not in a threat and that you're in control, that you're not just being controlled, that you are in control yourself. Like, for example, you grow up, Your parents want you to study something and you have fear to fail them. You don't really want to go study, but your parents tell you to study. If you really go deep inside in the emotions, if you understand that you can take care of yourself, that everything is going to be all right if you just trust in your ability to take care of yourself, then the fear that you have about the judgment of your parents will in a big part fade away because you find the solution in yourself. And we have this tendency to have these negative spirals where we constantly use our attachments to compensate, to cope, whether it's our beliefs or whether it's anything. Like we have these strong attachments to cope for these problems we face in life. But if we can find safety in ourselves on a fundamental level and we feel like everything's going to be fine, then we become more capable of directing our emotions because we are less in this scarcity mindset. Because the scarcity mindset literally hijacks your more cognitive part of the brain, your more rational part of the brain. It just hijacks it and it's just focused on your own survival on a fundamental level. And it's our ability to understand and use our prefrontal cortex that allows us to direct our emotions and to highly overcome all the noise that we face every day. The problem is though, when I tell you this, it's very hard to get out of this noise. It's very hard to even understand what I'm saying because... You first need to feel very at ease before, for many of you, you will even have the ability to use more of your cognitive parts of your brain. But I'm fully aware that me explaining this doesn't do so much. It's really a practice. It's an emotional practice. I can tell you guys that everything is fine. I can tell you guys you can count on yourself, you can trust yourself. But if you don't see that it works, right, you just start doubting yourself again and label yourself again. But It's just important to know that doubt and fear and all these things, these obstacles are something that all people have and you can overcome them. Just like other people can overcome them, you can overcome them. But this is more emotional oriented people, people that are more conceptual and are more in their cognitive part. A lot of the times they're not even aware how actually emotionally driven you are. A lot of people that are more conceptual thinking and are these intellectual constructors are not aware how much of their life is just dictated by their emotions instead. They go like, yeah, I want to do good, I want to save lives, or I want to, you know, help people, whatever. But still, they just sit and don't take any action. Not because they're evil or whatever, but they don't understand themselves what emotionally drives them. It's their emotions that makes them sit and not take any action. And it's not because these emotions are bad. 
it's because they try to help you, but they need this guidance of your understanding in order to fully fulfill themselves. And that's why experiencing them and understanding yourself emotionally without labeling yourself, without judging yourself can greatly enhance your ability to grow. So from an emotional perspective, you need to get out of this. You don't need to, but be able to find the ease and control and safety within you allows you to be more cognitive, capable, and think more in concepts which will help you greatly in directing your emotions. But on the other hand, even if you're more conceptual, having a lack of understanding of your emotions can greatly create these obstacles that make you almost like blind to your true drives. And that's why understanding yourself is so important. I mean, we all want the same thing, you know. We all want to fulfill our needs. And doing so in a responsible way that doesn't go at the cost of others is something that comes with awareness. But if you've never really experienced that hurting others to get what you want is not the best way of going about things, you can have very irresponsible way of getting your needs. But at the same time, when that's really, you know, addressed and it's shown that it doesn't work then we can go about it in a more responsible way. And by knowing ourselves and understanding our needs and respecting other people's needs, we can act with integrity. But at the same time, we can also draw a line saying like, yeah, I understand and respect your needs, but I don't want to fulfill them in a way that goes against my integrity. When you feel judged and you get triggered because of it, because you go like, this is unfair, this is not right. The fascinating thing is that what is happening with you is the same thing that is happening to them. Because they, they judge you, they label you because they don't know any better. They don't understand you. They don't understand where you come from and they just impose their own worldview. But then you, by seeing how they react, since you don't know where they come from and their lack of understanding, you judge them back. You just get triggered. Basically, you have this feedback loop, this negative spiral that goes downward where both people do not understand each other. And how do you break that cycle is by one person actually truly understanding the other person and rather than trying to really, you know, shield everything off, just allow them to be who they are, accept them, show understanding, but not in a pleasing way where you just bend and do things or allow them to make you do things that would go against your own integrity, against your own way of looking at the world, but rather in a way where you show understanding and accept them, but at the same time, you also go like these kind of patterns, these kind of behaviors are not the way to go about getting something from me for you. Because that's the thing, like when people behave a certain way or whatever, they always have this hidden agenda. Even when people come to you or talk to you, whatever, there's always a reason, right? They want something, they come to you, they try to get it. But if you in a very respectful way can really show like you want to go about it in a respectful way where you really care for their needs, but you want to do it in a way that is mutually beneficial rather than a one-way street, and you do it with respect, then you can literally show understanding for them, even look through the judgment they use on you. But at the same time, you don't lose your own integrity. It's, of course, quite difficult when you are in a situation where you are forced. Let's say you're still with your parents and your parents really impose things on you that you don't really fully agree with. But even then, I would say like it's about making a balance whether or not being independent and taking care of yourself and the freedom that comes with it is worth the price of the comforts that your parents provide for you because it's always a balance to make. But the thing is, though, if you on a fundamental level understand that you don't have to be afraid of taking care of yourself and being able to do so really makes you grow from within, you can really gain a lot of confidence and trust in that and grow quite a bit. That's why so many people grow so much when they are leaving their parents. Philip says, 
A thing I've been projecting all my life, but I've never been able to labor it before. Thanks for helping me understand the great things I can do with it. The ability to use perspective, right? To see the world through other people's eyes and to truly understand them in their world rather than your world is such an enriching and powerful skill to have. And I will explain what it is. Basically, when someone talks to me, I try to really have nothing of me and truly understand where they come from. But it's quite hard, you know. I do it naturally, but I understand if you are not used to do it, then you really live in this single-player mode where you just see the world through your eyes and everybody's NPCs. But when you use cognitive empathy, you really try to see the world through their eyes, to their single-player perspective, to put it that way. And of course, that doesn't involve how you grew up. That doesn't involve your experiences. It's completely different. And it's hard because it requires you to really, you know, think and logically construct how it is to be that person. And it requires a cognitive developed brain. Like it, it requires your prefrontal cortex to be active. Of course, if you're a more emotional person, then that's much harder. And then the best way of going about it is training some mindfulness. There's a lot about it on the internet. But what you also can do is try to put your emotions into words. Try to put it into words, what it is. When you feel a certain way, what is it? Put it into words, make sense of it. And by doing so, you become less reactionary, less impulsive and more clear-headed and focused, more clear thought. So being aware of this mechanic that a lot of people go through single-player experience and when they talk to you and they judge you or talk to you, like it's not because they have anything against you. It's because they don't know any better. And the beauty is that understanding itself and valuing understanding can get you anything, can get all your needs, can even get you to help other people understand you. But of course, if you're more inside a scarcity mindset, then it's so exponentially harder to get out of that feedback loop, to get out of that cycle, because you're constantly tunnel visioning your own experiences and your own fixations, which disables you from having more perspective. But of course, me saying that doesn't help. Like, it does help people that can project. But people that are more emotional, they have a harder time. But understanding that a lot of people don't think in concepts. There's really a big gap between women and men when it comes down to overall how women and men work. Like, men are much more conceptual thinkers, while women are much more emotionally developed. And as a result, when a woman, for example, is honest, it's when she expresses how she feels. And it could be today, I hate you, and tomorrow, I love you. And you can really be confused and say like, but yesterday you said I love, you love me, today you say you hate me, what's your problem? But she was honest in both cases. While a guy, on the other hand, thinks more conceptually. So when he goes about things, he doesn't talk so much about how he feels, he talks about how he thinks. And that has to do with evolution. Back in the days when we went hunting, we need to be analytical, while women had to be more taking care of the family and giving warmth to the child. So I'm just saying like these traits really reflect themselves even today in society. And that's why you have more masculine women or more feminine guys or but overall women tend to be more feminine and guys tend to be more masculine. And that even has to do with hormones. It's quite fascinating. Certain hormones can really make you fluctuate and make you more sharp or less sharp. Like that's why going working out and stuff increases your testosterone, makes you more clear headed, makes you more, you know, analytical. But the thing is, though, like just understanding how these things work, because what I'm just right now doing is just explaining you guys these things. Understanding it allows you to be a better boyfriend. It allows you to be a better girlfriend. It allows you to overcome your fears, overcome your limitations. Understanding is crucial. And that's where you can find your safety, your trust. That's what I do. Understanding can really make you overcome anything. It puts you closer to reality. It makes you get what you need and it works. Of course, it's not binary. It won't work always because that's not how life works. 
But what it does do is it will help you tremendously. And that's also something important to understand. Life is not binary. It's probabilistic. So you can have a really good understanding and still things cannot go your way. But that doesn't mean understanding doesn't work. Because that's something that a lot of people don't realize as well. And is that if you use your impulsive emotions to get what you want, when things don't work out, your monkey brain just shuts down anything that is not aligned with what he thinks. And that's why you can be biased. That's why you can have climate change deniers. That's how you can have these crazy things where you really go like, how can people even believe in flat earth or whatever? It's because when you really go into a cycle where you just want to see what you believe, that's how your emotional monkey brain overcomes the conflict. It just denies the part that does not overlap. And it just sees what works. It's because the emotional brain is just binary. It's either right or wrong. That's why people can be first pro-Trump, then pro-Hillary, then back pro-Trump, pro-Hillary, pro-Trump. Their attention span is so small that they're constantly switching around. And then you go like, but where is the consistency? Consistency comes from the conceptual part of your brain, your understanding, your more rational understanding. But the thing is that consistency is, by definition, not binary. It doesn't mean like it's right or wrong. Or you will get what you want. It's like when you play poker, right? You can have the best hand, go all in and still lose. If you're an emotional person, you would think you didn't play well. But that's not true because the outcome is irrelevant. It's about doing what is right at the right moment based on your understanding. And if you understand that really well, you can actually go into trusting understanding even if things don't work. And that's the problem. Since your rational understanding doesn't have the denial part in it, but the emotional understanding has, it's so much easier to go through life emotionally than rationally because when you go about life rationally, when you go against things in life that didn't go your way, your emotional brain has a very strong gravity pull to put you back and think impulsively because then you just basically deny the part that didn't work. But if you understand on a fundamental level that reality is probabilistic, even from an understanding perspective, you can overcome bad beats or bad luck or whatever without going into denial. Nagarov says, I've watched your real talk for a long time and have suppressed my negative emotions about myself and tried to get through school without talking to any of my peers and without friends now that I know that I feel weak inside. I would like to have true friends, but I'm too out of touch with my emotions to achieve this. What should I do? First of all, you need to understand that When you look at other people and you think they are all happy and all that stuff, that's not so often the case. Loneliness is an internal struggle. And what I mean with that is you can have people that are really looking very social, but internally they're very lonely. And if you realize that, it allows you to not see the grass being greener on the other side. Because that's something we tend to do. We tend to see other people, see them in their happy faces, but you don't see them when they're sad. You don't see them when they're not feeling good. So you get this warped view on how other people are doing. And it's not like you got to try to find conform in other people's misery. It's just understanding you're not alone in what you're dealing with can help you in finding the courage to overcome it, first of all. Secondly, is to understand that there is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing you have to fix. It's not like you're not worth these friends or anything. It's merely a lack of understanding. It's merely a lack of emotional understanding. And that is something you can overcome by understanding yourself. And being aware that on a fundamental level, everything is fine with you. And you don't have to fix yourself. You don't have to fit in. You can just be who you are. can really help you to get to that stage where you're just more yourself. And people gravitate automatically more to that. By understanding that, 
rather than saying you are the problem for not having friends, you don't blame yourself and you accept yourself and you will see by going through that, you will have a much easier time to make friends. But it's very important to not try and be someone or pretend to be someone just so you can be friends because then you will always be in a sense lonely. Because being able to really express yourself and being truly yourself to other people really allows you to create a very strong relationship that goes much deeper than one that is more shallow. I'm just saying like, I know that friendship and loneliness is a very big problem in society, but I can tell you that it's a symptom. It's a symptom of people not being able to be truly themselves and judging themselves for who they are and telling themselves like, yeah, I got to do this or I got to do that in order to fit in or in order to that. But if you can find acceptance on a fundamental level and really truly love yourself and be fine with yourself, then you will see that these friendships or just the people that gravitate more towards that kind of mindset will automatically come. And if that is not the case, because you live in an environment where things are very hard in that regards, even then the internet is big. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live. And follow the real Athene on Snapchat.